Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Welcome to the Tim Hill Thirsty Thursday live stream. Well, it's not quite, it's just an introduction. I've started doing a live stream on a Thursday evening uh, from 7 until 9. Some weeks we'll have an open forum where we talk about anything that the guests want to bring up. And then other weeks I'll have a special. This particular week is going to be a mental health special. And I'm going to get guests in to talk about mental health issues. We're going to try and dispel the stigma behind mental health. and trying to the idea is to bring it out into the open let's let's recognize that people have problems and it's okay to be not okay we need to dispel the myth of putting a stigma on some mental health issues and if we can capture it in the early stages before it sets in then we can we can help prevent people getting into real complex problems with their mental health, particularly PTSD. I mean, that could be sorted out early on. When when guys are on, particularly on operations, they have a, they're getting into a conflict situation, they have a, I mean, they see some pretty horrendous stuff. The trim team go in, they go to talk about it. That's, they go in uh, 72 hours after a traumatic incident. They find out how the guys are feeling and and how they're coping with it. They make an assessment. Uh, Thirty days later, they make they go back and revisit to see how they're doing, to see if they they are coping, to see what the problem is then, whether they they're still struggling or coping with, with what's happened. Uh, and they can signpost them on at any stage, either at a 72-hour point, the 30-day point, and then you do a, a follow-up 90 days later or the 90-day point. And at that point, if they're really not coping, then they really need to be signposted on to professionals to get the help. And all the while, you're encouraging the guys to, to, to talk about what they've done, what they've seen to get it out in the open so it doesn't manifest itself into to nightmares and, and and they're not bottling up for decades and, and it comes out. We're still seeing veterans from the Falklands having mental health issues. So what we've gone through in Afghanistan, Iraq, the Balkans over the years, that's going to come out sooner or later. So if we can dispel the stigma of having problems, having mental health issues while you're in service and be able to talk about it, bring it out in the open, get treated for it at the early stages. It, it'll help in the long term. So something else I want to bring up. At the moment, there is nothing but wall-to-wall Ukraine. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's an important issue. I mean... Russia invading Ukraine, where is it all going to end? It ain't going to end uh, 
anytime soon, and it ain't going to end amicably for anybody. It's not going to be a great outcome. But while the whole of pretty much the world, or certainly the Western world, is focused on what's going on in the Ukraine, what they're missing is what's actually going on in Afghanistan. I mean, it was a crisis beforehand, before the winter, it saying there was millions. I mean, we, we, we're looking, there's an estimate of around about 25 million Afghans that are starving and freezing and struggling, and we've turned our back on it. All the aid that we were sending to try to get into Afghanistan has been diverted into the Ukraine. So we're leaving Afghans to to the peril. I mean, these poor buggers. I mean, it was a it was a kind of absolute chaos when we when Biden pulled the plug and um, left us all in the lurch, and then we still got guys that helped us out during the time that we were there. We were in there for twenty years, and we relied heavily on on local Afghans to to speak to locals for us because we didn't bother learning their language. So we had to have interpreters that would get up and, and, and be counted. And now these these guys that are still left in Afghanistan, that we've left there, um, the Taliban are actively seeking them out. They are actively seeking them out and slotting them. They're taking them out. And I've had evidence of this going on. There's also evidence of what's happening on the borders of of Afghanistan. There there are aid trucks trying to get in. There's kids climbing all over these aid trucks. They're falling under the wheels and being killed. And nobody's given a stuff about it. This is happening. And we've caused that, that misery to Afghanistan. And all our eyes are on the Ukraine at the moment. Putin ain't going to stop until he drags us all into a third world war. The writing's on the wall. Sooner or later, he's getting closer and closer to dropping bombs into Poland. Soon as he does that, we ain't got a choice. Poland's a NATO country. If If he heads north into the Balkans, into the Baltic states, they are part of NATO. He does that. We're dragged into it, whether we want to go in or not. The problem we have is that we ain't got enough boots to put on the ground. We might be able to send them a few rockets and anti-tank missiles, but sooner or later they're going to run out. But we don't have the troops to put on the ground because successive governments over the years have, have cut the, the defence spending. And it's easier to cut troops and, and invest in some new flashy bloody kit and or the, the next thing's going to be all about cyber. Yeah, cyber's important, don't get me wrong. But boots on the ground is probably more important. Our army is down, well, you can't even call it an army now. They don't even sort of qualify to be a militia, really. An army is somewhere around about 100,000 strong. Our army is down to 
mid 60s, 60,000, 66,000, somewhere in that figure. And out of that, there's probably about 20 of them, 27 or 20% of them that aren't deployable because they're downgraded or they're not fit. And that's, that's a fact of life. That's how it goes. So we've got a big, big problem. We've got two, two brand new aircraft carriers. Prince of Wales went up to, to Norway to um, be a host on, for, for, for an exercise, an operating platform. It didn't deploy with any aircraft because A, we ain't got them, and B, they only went with uh, uh, 1,400 troops on board, or 1,400 um, crew on board. To take Queen Elizabeth went out last year with 2,500 on board. So they haven't got the seagoers, not to mention all the other <laughs> ships that they've got. I mean, they've got half a dozen destroyers that are sat the Type 45s. They can only send one out at a time because the crews, again, they're struggling for crews, for seagoing crews. And we've got a load of new frigates coming on board. What we're going to do with them? We've got the, 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 the inshore and offshore patrol vessels coming on board, coming on stream. They're not, they're, they're struggling at recruiting. This is stuff they ain't telling you because all our eyes are on Ukraine at the moment. There's there's a, a world of pain going on down in Sudan there's, and Yemen. That hasn't gone away. They're still scrapping down there. But the West is, is just looking at, to the east, to, to Ukraine. Everything, you, you can't put the television on, you can't put the, the radio on without having Ukraine this, Ukraine that. It's a bloody disaster, it's a mess. And they sort it out. But when they're ignoring everything else that's going on around, then the mainstream media are causing the problems. You'll notice that... Um, the the uh, the COVID's gone away. <laughs> not a mention of it. Not a single mention. The Omicron's still sort of around. People are still getting colds, but not a mention. Totally gone. The other thing that's 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 gone away, as far as I can see, is. Uh, is anything to do with fuel prices. You just drive down the road, see a fuel station. Buy a local garage at the moment, it's just creeping up. It was 178 a litre for diesel. I mean, that is taking liberties. That is profiteering. You're not going to tell me that all of a sudden the oil prices had to shoot up that quick that they've got to pass it on to the consumer. It's profiteering is what it is. That's what it comes down to, is 
these greedy oil companies are profiteering. And what happens? All that cost gets knocked on to the consumer. Trucks need diesel to run up and down the road. The costs are going up to them, so they pass that cost on to, to the consumer. All the food that you get, that's got to be shifted about. That's got that costs more to produce because the the energy prices are climbing like it's going out of fashion. Wages aren't going up. Taxes are going up. Your council tax is going up. Your VAT is going up. Everything is putting up. Nothing's going down. They go on about people can't. They've got a choice before eating or heating. That's a minor, minor detail when it comes to you won't even be able to afford to, to, to get out the front door to go to work because you can't put fuel in the car. So, yeah. These things are certainly said to try us. But for now, we have to get on with it. Who do you get in touch with? Who do you complain to? You can write a, a letter to your MP, and I like the fact that, I mean, we're having problems, we're struggling, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, they just had a couple of thousand pound pay rise. They ain't fast. Your local MP ain't bothered because they just had a nice big pay rise. I mean, something like almost two and a half thousand pound pay rise for an MP. Yeah, but we don't we don't agree or we don't say it. It's the the independent what's name body that, that says that we have to have a pay rise. How many of them turn it down? How many of them say, no, it's all right, leave it in the pot? No. On top of their expenses, on top of their wages going up, the expenses claims also go up. They're not bothered. They'll, they'll travel first class everywhere, jump on a rattler first class, jump on a plane first class. Old McBunter, cop him. He's the, 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 he's at the top of the leaderboard for expenses. He, last year I think it was somewhere about £280,000 expenses he put in. And all he does, on PMQs, he's saying, when's the private taker to resign? And Scotland needs its independence. We're paying him £85,000 a year, plus the £280,000 expenses for him to come down and spout that crap. He needs to go. The SNP in Scotland are a complete and utter waste of space. I mean, look at what the, the, the draconian measures that they're doing. The same with Wales. I would get rid of the devolved administrations. I'd also get rid of the House of Lords and find a different way of doing it because that is just costing the taxpayer billions. So, 
Anyway, that's my little bit of a rant for a, for a Wednesday. I really just wanted to tell you about uh, the Thursday Thursday live stream. So if you manage to get this far, don't forget to to check in to see it's on Facebook, it's on YouTube, it's on Twitter, it's on Twitch, and it's on LinkedIn. I push out on all five platforms on a Thursday evening from seven until nine. And uh, I would urge you, if you want to join the, the, the live stream, ping me a message and ask for the, the link and I'll send you the link and you can come into the show and, and, and have your two penny foot. Or you can just sit there and type into the chat box. Or just sit back and watch it. But I would ask you if you could, it would be very, very nice if you just click that like button. It's nice to have that, knowing that somebody's taking this, that split second, just that click, that's it, click like button. To subscribe would be even better. Subscribe to the channel. It doesn't cost anything to subscribe to my channel. It might take a little bit more time. Well, just to subscribe, you to click and then click the like. So it's click, click, like, subscribe, done. Don't have to do any more. But if you did want to do some more, you could put a comment. Tell me what you think. And if you do like what we're doing, you can click the old share button and share it on your social media to get your friends listening in to us rabbiting on. And like I said before, we have open forums where you can set the agenda. You can set what the topic is that we talk about. And then we have specials. So we have a, a mental health special where we're trying to destigmatize mental health. So I think I've done enough. <laughs> I've done it a bit too much this morning. However, I just thank you for listening and uh, and for watching. So this is on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. Thank you for your time. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.